a great Australian sprinter, nature's type, and Dave McDonald, and look how far they've won by. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying! The autumn sun, boy, you'll have to be good to win from there. Artorias pounces, bombs them, and wins! Champions Day. Final day of the Flemington Carnival for this year's Spring Carnival, and it's set to be set up to be a couple of good group ones uh, for the main races. We will definitely get to those at a time. Uh, it's just me, me, the CEO, and JC here once again. Boys, how are we? How are we feeling? Yeah, good. Excited for Champions Day. Excited um, for the Beanstalk. I am excited <laughs> to see what the CEO does with the Beanstalk. Absolutely, CEO. How are you feeling? Yeah, no, not great. <laughs> um, I. Didn't really actually know the feeling of actually having to do it last week. I was like, ah, oh, make sure you just get your beanstalk. There is actually a bit of pressure behind it. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is. is. And two from two starts since we started the group really builds the pressure. But so hopefully we can qualify for the first round and get through. Um, <laughs> we can go one lap around the circle. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, no, I'm looking forward to the episode. Beautiful. So, I think we'll, we'll, we'll start at Flemington uh on saturday and the first race is the australian childhood foundation trophy to benchmark 90 over a mile and i'm with number four acceleration i really like this horse it's pretty good fresh it's not it hasn't won over the mile yet but it's it's come close a couple of times and it definitely needs it, it definitely needs a big track like flemington to get into its rhythm and uh storm home way but it's got some pretty good form Last prep was in behind pounding. Who was coming and has been running in some massive group ones this uh, this spring, and then was only just knocked off by Aurora Symphony in the Colac Cup uh, as well, or, or around two thousand meters. So I don't mind it. First up over sixteen hundred meters, good fresh, good good jockey and trainer combination. Uh, I reckon it's and uh, six fifty. It's probably a pretty good price. I, w- I was le- I was a bit wary, sequestered, got a bit less weight, um, and. Yeah, I just I don't know. Just that last start kind of scared me off a little bit, but I th- I think six fifty for acceleration is a much better bet, and that's where I'm steering. Yeah, did I actually? I've, uh, I was looking at this, and uh, Sequestra's probably going to come back and bite me the yeah. ass. Yeah, like, yet like, again, like definitely, a little, do, but, definitely um, a little saver. I know right? it was very plain last start, so I'm not too sure uh, if the the extra distance was was helping it. Uh, didn't didn't run out the strong sixteen hundred. So yeah, I think acceleration should should run pretty well. It's had a couple of trials and. Jump outs and stuff, so should be primed and yeah, usually runs well first up. So, okay, this is not the beanstalk, <laughs> and it's not actually even a bet. This race, the CEO is uh, playing a straight. Good back. idea. I thought I, I knew you would oh, fucking shit. take a shit. It's a, yeah, you weren't getting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, race two is a Resimax Resimax Group always welcome stakes, and I'm sticking with me boy from last time. It's our time. Uh, I didn't like it, it definitely that race just didn't suit didn't suit for a perfect like Najim Su Hale set a really fucking quick tempo. So I'm forgiving of that race. Back to like against this field, really, like it's probably the best straight horse in the race. Um five fifty saw a generous price. It's drawn better now. Blake Shin sticks with it. He's a massive booking. Parasail's never been down the straight before, so don't really know what to make of that. But like just with straight form and everything, jockey booking. Better barrier, better price. I'm definitely leaning into our time's way. Might be a bit of a boring episode because I'm the same. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's our time. I think that uh, race last week would be a good form race, and I think this. Like, I least... can't believe I can't believe Parasail's favourite. Yeah, no, I, well, yeah, I was a bit. I was expecting it's our time to be be probably pushing for favourite, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why that's why I'm with it actually. But um, I think Parasail have, have a good show, but um, yeah, I don't know. There's a couple of horses that. I don't know, like, yeah, I think there'll be a few that probably won't be in it, and but I reckon that um, 
yeah, it's our time should be primed and ready to go. So I'm keen, for, keen on it's our time as well. Righto. I want to jump into it now. I'll go number 11, our last cash, Craig Williams on board. The jockey, obviously carrying 54 kilos, should be interesting over the 1,200 metres. Uh, I think it's going to be a real threat, and Craig Williams is probably due for a, yeah. a couple of big wins. Has, uh, has, won way, down, yeah, has won down the straight before as well. So good uh, straight form is good form. Uh, race three is the Amanda Elliott. And I'm going with uh, Mark Zara, number one snapback each way, 750 win and 260 a place. I just reckon the form is bringing down to like, like just better than anything else in this race. Macarena, that Macarena form from Rose Hill has come out. And like, I think, I can't remember the actual name of the horse. We got, I, th- I think He Man, was it? I think He Man might have come out of that race uh, as well, like in behind it. And he was a sp- spooked on the first day of our carnival and put in a good effort. So I think it's probably the best form of the race. Has to carry a lot of weight. I'll give it that. But Zara is airborne this, airborne this spring. Uh, against this field, there's a couple that might question it, like J Max and Chavos is coming down. Like it was a good run of the valley, but now they're coming like back round to Flemington. Two nineties probably a little bit too short for me. Just don't know what kind of horse it is. But snapback's proven of this kind of grade. This is definitely a step back. It's, it's been better and better races, and you're getting a better price and a better jockey on. So I'm taking snapback each way. I didn't have a bet in this race. I thought, uh, yeah, I didn't mind looking snapback, but. Uh, 60 kilos, I wasn't too sure, and, and Schwartz is a bit of an unknown for me. So, I'll, yeah, I'm steering clear. I am the same. I'm steering, steering clear. clear. Right uh, race four is uh, is the Queen Elizabeth Stakes, uh, over 2,600 metres. And I've got a little Benny two bets in this. I, I couldn't I couldn't split a couple of them, so I'm going to take two of them. I'm taking the favourite Mural Master because it's, it's finally found some form now. It's absolutely flying this prep. It, 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 like Even at the last prep, it always been looked like it was – a good horse, and it's finally put it finally put it together. This prep, two from two, going for three from three. So can't knock winning form, and it's knocked off a couple of pretty good horses along the way. So I'm backing that for a win, but I'm taking number five and made each way, just as a little savor again. That Geelong Cup was absolutely awesome to watch, and I think it like just was it. Oh, what distance about twenty four hundred meters back up now for twenty six hundred meters open track like Flemington. If it can produce that run there again, it should be winning. Well, coming very close to winning this, so I think ten ten dollars a win and three twenty a three twenty a place is pretty good. Is a pretty good bet. So that's where I'm heading. I'm uh I'm going to look at uh, ladies man each way here from from New Ooh. Zealand. Um, seventeen dollars and four sixty. I think I uh, was sort of half keen on it last start, um, and it was a bit disappointing. But I think that it. <laughs> Last time this happened with New Zealand, I jumped off skew if and he came out and won. So I think, uh, yeah, I'll stick with him and stick fat and hopefully uh, get a bit of value. Yeah, I'm going to be going Mirror Master as well, the favourite. Um, it's at juicy odds too, obviously a big field, long race. And like you said, it's been in a bit of form lately, so I reckon it can go three from three. Uh, race five is the Tab Matriarch Stakes. Um, I didn't really know really what to back in this. Like it took me a while to – like uh, this thing for J-Mat, the favourite, I don't even – Never heard of this horse before. I'm all, like, it's a New Zealand horse, so I don't really know how to stack it up. It's already drifted, which is fair enough. Um, but the one I'm going to be backing is number five, Thalassophile. Uh, I didn't like it. It's come behind Wishwell Lass. And I think that form, especially in this type of, in, in this type of race, is going to be pretty handy. Coming down from Sydney, Sydney form is always a good form. Drawn 13. It, it'll get back and run on. Kieran McAvoy. Um, 
looks like in pretty pretty average race. Like there's not that many good horses in it really. So I think she's definitely got the class around her and she's got a pretty pretty backable price and stepping up to 2,000 metres now looks good after a 1,600-metre run last start. So on with Philosophile. I'm uh I'm looking at I was looking at the favourite here and yeah so out of the same race as um ladies man in the, in the previous so if if he comes out and, and runs well I think I'll be probably back in the favourite but I think I'm just going to have an each way bet on Papillion Club I think uh, barrier five buckets more on top and should jump and get a good sit um, a couple of those couple of these horses I think Mustang Valley yeah yeah that, that was ran and that was in that um, Mantino like it was. It, it, we ran on Cox Plate Day, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it came out of the same race as Ladies Man as well. Yeah. So they're all coming in from the same race in New Zealand. So um, back up to the 2,000 metres might give him a hand. But, I, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Papillion Club just to sit, sit in behind the speed and hopefully get a good run in transit. Number, $15. Number four for me, Steinem. John Allen on board, 650. I'm going to go each way odds on that one. Backable. Uh, first of the group ones on Champions Day, and it's the champion sprint over twelve hundred meters. And I think this is race of the day, in my opinion. Getting to see these two go, these two go at it. Uh, a lot of spruiking around them, a lot of interesting form to dissect. But straight form is good form for me. Undefeated down the straight, undefeated like not undefeated with the jockey on, but undefeated track and trip. Love the twelve hundred meters in secret. Better price, four dollars fifty. I don't know. Like in Paratres, I think she's a She's obviously a, a fucking like she's a good horse. Obviously, like she doesn't win that way, win that many Group Ones without being a handy horse. But I don't want to take two dollars for an unknown down the straight. Whereas in secrets, run down the straight before like undefeated down the straight. It's won a new market. It's won a Coolmore. Like it's it's just bulletproof down here. So I can't really be sacking it. And I think I, I probably will have like a little saver, like maybe same race multi with. Imperichez to come top two and in secret top three and Bellini Patina for top four. Um, just a little saver. But, yeah, I, I I think in secret will be winning this and I think she'll be better of Imperichez down the straight. Yeah, ditto. I think in secret's one. I think we, we've already seen that Everest form line is a, is a great form line. So uh, coming down back down the straight, $4.50. Uh, like you said, Imperichez is, is flying, but um, – yeah, I think I think in secret, and I think Balanipatina is is running well. Barrier one down the straight, I'm not 100 percent sure, but at fourteen dollars and three twenty, I might might back her each way too on the day and just see how she goes. This is the bean stock. I've got to take Imperatrice. Oh, I've got to take it. I'm that confident in it. I've got to take it. I don't. Want, I don't. I'm. I reckon. It's, it's, I reckon it's going to be close. Yeah, it should for, play for if, in if, secret and Imperatrice. I think it's going to be close. If that. Um, but I, for me, there's no way that it doesn't place. Yeah, no, yeah. that's uh, how many. And that's how the many reason in it. Eleven. Yeah, no, but that, that's exactly what it's for. Sixteen right? wins from twenty-two starts. Yeah, says are you going to do it now? Are you going to wait till race day, or what's the plan of attack? It's, it's it's your bet, mate. You do whatever you want to do. I'll do it now. Get the odds while it's up. I can't imagine there being many scratchings. Like surely they wouldn't scratch a horse from this kind of race. So, so I'm doing it right now. So just do it. Everyone out there, do you want to give an uh, indication of what the actual beanstalk is if they're listening for the first time? Uh, the beanstalk's our little communal bet that we put our life savings into, and if we miss it, we're all going to be single. So we're, just, we're going helter-skelter, really. Yeah, we started with 50 bucks each. So if you wanted to join in from the start, it's 50 bucks. We built it up from there. Last time you got hit about seven in a row. Yeah, I, I, I just I just tripled my money, um, and then I got too greedy and went arrogant and took a $1.60 thing to um, – 
took a ten dollar horse or something to place at dollar sixty in a round last. So that's the last time I'll be doing that. So for us out there for the show's benefit, we're going to pump them and have it running every week. But yep. if you want to take it out at a certain period of time, feel free to do so. Don't feel like if it gets up to yeah. big odds, and we'll, oh, if lucky we, we will actually do. Exactly. We will admit it if we withdraw it because if it gets out of hand, we're going to have to. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. I don't risk. I, I don't trust you with my money anyway. So there's no, no way. We're, we're, we're honest people. So. That bet has been placed for us 191.40 uh, into potential winnings 233.50. And there is a cash out there as well in case the boys aren't <laughs> happy with me. But uh, yeah, that is the beanstalk for the day. Did you think I was going to go stupid with it? I didn't think you were going to go that to be I, I, I didn't even really consider who I would have even because I didn't even have it on my shoulders. I, I, was, I didn't even think I'm about it. Real good I faith like, going yeah. into the beanstalk from the boys. <laughs> I didn't voice think too. about it at all. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you're doing Petrus or not. First, first time down the straight, but we'll, we'll find out. Uh, race seven, the next group one of the day is the Champions Mile. And I was just saying to the boys off air, I can't believe these guys haven't gone to the Champion Stakes. They've all dropped back from 2000 to a mile now, which... Is this I, the three best milers in the country in this race? Yep. Yep. There we go. Yep. So it's, it's got to be nearly race of the day. Yeah, oh, I think the matchup just between... like. Uh, Race of the day, yeah, I think like the matchup in the other, other race is definitely the one to watch. But in the in, in this one, I, I I can't go past Fangirl. I'm I'm a biggest fan girl. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's that's a fine. That's a bonus <laughs> bet. Fine. Is Deflate the plate. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I think she's a I, I think she's the best. More, I think she's better than Brightside and uh, Alligator Blood, especially if Flemington J Max sticks with definitely a mile. Like she's seen what happened last time against. Um, Brightside at the mile, but I, I remember you saying that Brightside just it, like if I think they are meant to get a bit of rain there tomorrow, so it depends on what the track's like. If it's a good three, I'll be going with um, Fangirl head on, but if, if it gets to like a similar good forward, a soft or a soft five at some chance, I probably will chuck a saver on um, Brightside, but yeah, my main bet's on Fangirl, and I've, I really can't tip against her. I think she's just the best mile in the country. Yeah, I, I couldn't split him. I don't know. I, I struggle with especially horses coming back from the 2000 back to the mile. Um, I think we spoke about the other week about Brightside's uh, mile run in, in Sydney where Fangirl did did win, um, that he just sort of didn't have that turn of foot. Yeah, it was probably dry ta- dry track, but I don't know if he just needed the 2000 metres as well. So I don't know if coming back to the mile is really going to suit him. Um, so I was sort of leaning the way of Fangirl, but I, yeah, all coming back to the mile, I couldn't couldn't really make a bet to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement with uh, Brightside coming back down to what it is and Alligator Blood as well, potentially thinking it's going to, I don't know, just potentially that they're used to playing off a longer track and now it's coming shorter, whether or not they can get the speed at the right time. Obviously, Flemington's a big straight. So I'm going to go Fangirl to win it and then I'm going to have uh, Blood and Brightside. So I'll have a trifecta on that, but yeah. Fangirl is going to be my tip for the race. Beautiful. Uh, race 8 is the Tab Champion Stakes, which is the final group one. Of the carnival and like the West Wind blows form two sixty like it, the without a five form looks it looks irresistible right now but I I can't take two sixty I think it's too short probably the best horse in the race um, I know it's probably gonna like it is like it's got but I, I just don't really want to take two sixty like it's definitely the best horse in the race but like I know two three two 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 like like it's been all against dynamite horses like just. This might be a race, but if she drifts on the day, definitely be having a bet. But I'm going to be backing two different horses. I'm backing number nine, Jewess. Uh, I've like that Cox Plate one was unbelievable. Ollie sticks with it. Um, it's a group one. It's, it won the Australian Cup over this track and trip. 
couple of years, like not last year, the year before. So it's, it's love Flemington, love the 2,000 metres. And six dollars is a much more better price, in my opinion, than two sixty. And I'm going to back uh, Prowess as well because I, I just reckon that um, first up run, second up run of the belly was too good. I know Antino probably should have beaten it, um, but it didn't. And Prowess is two from two over two thousand meters. Looks to go ready third up now, and the Zara's stuck on with it. So I think that's like the jockey bookings are pretty good. So. I'm going to be pretty happy to back those two in the champion stakes. Well, it's funny that he said uh, West Wind Blows is the best horse in the race four times, but he said he hasn't picked it. Yeah, so interesting. I'm, I'm going to be favourites both today, and I'm going to take West Wind Blows to win it. And I think that he does. And Pro S, I'm going to have a little saver on as well. Sure, I, think, I think I'm going to have two bets as well. I think West Wind Blows is easily the best horse. Um, up to the 59 kilos from 54 is interesting. See how it goes. Um, and then I think we're going to... I'm going to take a tissue as well. I think it's last run trying yeah. to chase down. Um, Pride, J-Max sticks Pride with. Jenny and J-Max sticks on. You know, 2,000 metres is a plus probably. Uh, track and distance, one from one. You know, I can't really see anything wrong with it. So I'll, uh, I'll be backing both of them. i tell you what, the pod quad is going to be looking really uh, be. good because we're, we're very similar on the horses we're going to be picking. So yeah, it, might it might be a be high pretty, percentage yeah, this week. it might be pretty high. Uh, race nine, if my thing loads, is the World Horse Racing Grand Handicap Benchmark 80. Going to race at the carnival, and I'm going for a little bit of a roughy here. I'm going number two, Anilla, each way at fifteen dollars and four forty a four forty a place for Selene Gordre. It's going to be like it's drawn perfect for that time of the, like the last race in the day. It's going to be drawn out. It's going to be perfect. She hasn't ridden the horse before, but this horse has finally uh, finally found some form. It ran down the straight against like Electric Impulse and, and Stormbolt, who they haven't gone out in brain since. But like I still think straight form is good form. Uh, loves the tw- loves the eleven hundred meters. I think it's probably like it's definitely worth about fifteen dollars. I just couldn't really bet on anything else in the race to like to win. I don't really couldn't really make an opinion. So I'm just gonna have a stab at a roughy, and I didn't mind that price and form. So I'm taking Anilla each way. I've actually I really like Kin in this race. I think um, it's first up. It does like the track. It hasn't really won. It's been in the placings, but the four lines have been pretty solid, and you know. Last run, last prep, it was a dollar sixty at Caulfield over eleven hundred meters, and ran three wide the trip, and got done. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think I think it'll come in from four eighty. I think where it's sitting. I think I did look at the race and I thought the top two, Zach to Boston and Nilla, were good each way chances as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Kin in this race. Well, agreeing on podcasting isn't great podcasting, so I will. Kin is something that I'm keen on, obviously, going towards the quaddy, but I was going to take a bit of value here and go number six for Suto, Ben Malham on Ben Malham, sorry. <laughs> Malham on board at $29.550 a place at this stage. A little bit of value late in the day at Flemington. Beautiful. That's all, that's, that'll, if, well, they're all pretty reasonable prices, so we're still loving a quaddy. It could be a pretty handy payout as well. Yeah, we'll see how we go. All right, we'll go to a break and then we'll be back for Rose Hill after. And we're back here for Rose Hill now. Lottie, take it away. You don't reckon you have as many uh, horses towards at Rose Hill for the day? No, not as like, not as. I've still got a couple, but just the day of racing. They've only got like one. They've got like one or two good races. But I actually do have a bet in the first, uh, and it's number one, Touristic. It's, it's it's. I really like this horse, and Chad Schofield has had a good win on it before. And I I can just I the day at one. It might have been in Rose Hill over eighteen hundred meters. I could, yeah, it was Rose Hill over eighteen hundred meters in a benchmark. 
78, and it's, it's getting the same pattern here again, same jockey, same track, same distance. And compared to everything else in the race, like it's, it has to carry a bit of weight, I'll give it that, but everything else is just coming out of like bench, like low benchmark 64s. Um, I just don't think it's going to be up to like the favorite is like 53.5 kgs. Definitely is going to be challenging it, but that's a more of a front-running horse, and I think it might just go too quick, and Touristic is probably going to get the run of the race in behind it and prove too good late, so I'm going to be back in Touristic in the, in the first race. I'm actually keen on the favourite in this race with the 53 kilos. I think, uh, <clears throat> like you said, he'll be, he'll be up on speed, but I don't think there'll be a whole lot of speed in the race, so hopefully he can just um, yeah make the speed up front, rack him up, and then uh, kick off the bend. I'll be having eggs Benedict at that stage, so we'll not be touching it. Uh, I didn't touch race two. I'd, I'd, bit of a weird race for me. I'd just, yeah. I'd, yeah, no, I was the same. I look straight by it. Got nothing. Make it three. Yep. Uh, race three, I did have a bet, and I think it is the favorite, Eagle's Nest. Mine went in my thing loads. Yeah, yeah Eagle's Nest. Yep. Yeah, Brett Preble. Uh, Undefeatable on this horse now. Uh, had a good win at the Kenzo just recently in a benchmark 72, so it's slightly up in grade now, but like I think Brett Preble's just figured out this horse. Two from two on it, um, pretty winnable. Like Miss Hellfire has been backed a bit already, but that's a real hit and miss horse. It's got an apprentice on it who's never ridden it before. Um, same with Dollar Magic. He might just be running out of room, and I just don't know what he's going to be back uh, at a benchmark 78. Like he was in at last start, I'll give him that, but he's just just been pipped in the line. It, he's back from he's back from 1,200 to 1,100 now, so I'm more than happy to stick with the favorite uh, Eagle's Nest. I'm going to go uh, a little bit different here. I'm going to go Waikiki each way to win this at $9.50. You got eight now. So hopefully by the time that this podcast comes out, that there's no deductions and you can get it each way. Yeah, I, I didn't have a bet in this race. I think, I think Eagles Nest will set the pace, but um, yeah, there could be a couple hunting it down late. Uh, same with race four. I, didn't, I think it's this the highway. I had nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. You know what we think of the highway. Yeah. Fucking leave it on the highway. Uh, race five is the midway. Yeah, same thing. Just meh. I've yeah. Uh, I, I, I done me do. I did. I did me do on them the other week. So I've I've, I've learnt my lesson from that. I, I actually thought the favourite was. All right. Oh hello, here we go. Wait, here what's the favourite? Wait, I'm gonna... uh, barrier four, second last start. And Tommy think, Berry. Uh, Tommy Berry on top. You'll uh, jump and sit up on speed and uh, hopefully run over the top. It's probably got ten units on it. <laughs> telling us about it. <laughs> I was gonna say. I don't know. If, uh, race six is the uh, James Squire Hot Danish Stakes, and this is probably like one of the better races for the day. Royal Merchants coming back across. Uh, it was a Group One winner over in Adelaide just uh, in, early in the year, and it's got it's got SPR in form, and that's that's fine at the moment. But I'm with uh, Cole Dye uh, for Nash and the G Ryan Stable. I don't know how to say that. LXU. Um, I, I I just reckon it's better form and. Nash is airborne at the moment. He could he could ride anything home at the moment. And he's got road to Arataki form. I think that's pretty good form for this kind of race. 57 kgs. So, oh, it's set weight, so they've all got the same weight. But yeah, I just think I just think Nash is the better jockey. And I don't mind that form in this kind of a race and pretty similar price. But yeah, I'm sticking with Nash in that one. Yeah, I, I didn't really have a pick in this race. I thought um, it'd be interesting to see how Royal Merchant goes. Um I thought fine point. If there was if there was eight horses in the race, I'd nearly back it each way. First up, it's got a pretty good first up record, but um, yeah, seven horses in the race, so I'll probably just give it a miss. Yeah, I'll give it a miss as well. Uh, race seven is the English Golden Gift, and 
my God, what a way to start the quarter. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was I, I was going to back the favourite, Shangri-La Express, but it's literally drawn the car park. And for two-year-olds over this, I'd, there's no way. Like at, at 2.20, like it had to go on the quarter, but like everything else is maidens or just first starters. So I don't know how in the hell you're going to pick your quarter in this. If, if the favourite had drawn anywhere besides like the car park, I would have been betting on it because it had like the best splits of the entire meeting first up. So... I'll probably still yeah, – let's go on the quaddy, but just tipping-wise, good like good luck and good luck to your quaddies because you might be – if you got first leg, I'd just stiff shit because that's a bloody hard way to start a quaddy. Go to your local hardware store and build yourself a dartboard and you might as well throw a dart at it because <laughs> no idea. Yeah, it's a hard pass. Um, race eight is the – when it loads – Five diamonds. Five diamonds. And I think that this is – when I was looking at it today, I found out like why – like. Don't know because what is it the like they've got all these set races for their for their ages and the five diamonds is just for five year olds. Yeah, yeah. I only just found that out today when I was looking at it. Interesting. There you we, go. we learned a few things last week as well. So. Yeah, but I'm not a good bloke. It's definitely an educational podcast <laughs> over there, so you might find it under the podcast charts for education. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going with Antino. Like the form's just too good to too good to argue in this kind of a race. Like oh, I think forgot you. And unspoken a pretty good value. So if you want to, if if the favourite's too short for you, I I couldn't really tip you against. Forgot your unspoken, unspoken will be leading, and Antino will be back on the fence. I mean, oh, not back on the fence, but he'll be back in the field. I oh, put will be on the fence. And- Thanks for tuning in to everyone for another episode of Lottery, episode number twenty one on Sports Confidential. We absolutely love your support along the way. J- JC and Lottie have been dominating doing a lot behind the scenes to make it happen. So if you could give it a five-star review, push the notification bell on there, follow it on the socials and even comment or give us some tips throughout the racing week as well. We'd absolutely love it. But thanks for tuning in for another episode and we'll be back next week.